Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are. You are listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. Today's podcast, we're going to do a, a special behind the scenes what happened in Victoria. Behind the scenes, eh? Yeah, we've got Ross and Hillel with us tonight. Good G'day, guys. Evening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> He's got it down pat. Down pat. That's tagline. Tagline. So, um, yeah, it was a great day. It was good. We great, had a lot of fun. Great response. Uh, thank you for all your comments. And they were, they were great uh, interviews, and I think we might have to do another one. We, we had... We could have packed some more in. Didn't get around to it. We just ran out of time. It was funny. We all met up at the airport, like a bunch of school kids going so on an first excursion. Time, first time on a plane. Yeah. It was good fun. We all sat in different spots. Where'd you sit, Pete? I get, the lady says to me, you've got the emergency exit row, but not the row with the leg room. And I got the... <laughs> <laughs> so what What happens to my seats? If I, mean, I haven't got the leg room, how's it an emergency exit? Was not. You just sit on the wing. You're like on that door. Were you on the wing? Or oh, you don't have to lift my seats up. Do I let you <laughs> no. out? I mean, true. There's no, no, space. There's no space. So what was there? Where was the? Where was? It? Was it like a fake exit? No, behind me was heaps of room. Was it? Yeah. So I don't know what role I had. You're I told the, her I wasn't pregnant. You're in the wrong emergency exit. I don't know what they. Did. Well, I got on the plane. I got. I got an emergency exit seat with the proper leg room. And they come and do, you know, they come and do the talk, and the lady says, the hostie says, you know, in an emergency, are you willing and able to help? And another lady, the lady sitting next to me, quite an old, like an older lady, and she was sort of sitting there, and she was nodding, and she, yes, I, I, yes, that's not a problem. Yep, yep, very, very polite. And the guy sitting next to her was asleep. I don't know what he was doing. And the lady says, oh, if you could, you know, just read through the brochure, you know, just if there is an emergency, and she. She puts the brochure uh, sort of in the seat. She's got like a seat pocket thing in front of her. And she turns to me and she says, if this plane goes down, I'm not fucking helping anybody. <laughs> and I went, sorry. And I was kind of stuck on the window. I didn't even, I couldn't, couldn't turn to her. I said, I'm sorry. She goes, do you really think they're going to say anything if I don't help anyone? And I go, no, I, you, look, if, if, there's a, if there's an emergency, I think you, she goes, I'll be pushing you out of the way. I went, all right, okay, it's good. It's good. I put my earphones yep. in. I didn't speak to what her. What row number was this, Ross? Uh, one. Row a. one A. One A. Yes. But that's okay. actually not a good seat. It's yeah. Like it's stuck uh, up against the window. Yeah. A different world at row one. <laughs> I got, I got, on Jetstar, yeah. same <laughs> shit, isn't it? I got a middle seat. What a fiasco. Who were you in between? He had a footballer sleeping on well, his shoulder. Well, I, 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 pretty much. I had, Daniel, I, had Daniel, I had Daniel on one side. An NRL on player side. hugging him on the other. I had Daniel on one side. And I had some hippie coming back from the Mardi Gras on the other side. Right? So... So it was, and, and and it was obvious that, you know, they'd uh, probably used um, Airbnb or someone's couch the night before and headed straight to the airport he because he, she, something in between, <laughs> stuck. Really? Stuck, wrecked. Oh, we couldn't smell it up. Wrecked. Oh, yeah. You know, I, was it was, in, I had the window open in the emergency exit. So you know, I was petrified for my life because this bitch was going to throw me out the plane. Half your luck. Anyway, so we got down all right. Got there. Got there, and uh, we walk across to budget car rentals. Apart from Daniel, who almost got arrested for using his mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> On the tarmac, when they said, specifically, no mobile phones, he goes, but I'm just, I'm just going to make a call. <laughs> well, the guy pulled him up and said to he him, did, there's a tanker there. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> and he just walked straight past it. And he carried no one's bags. Oh, <laughs> but he's not coming next time. Yeah. <laughs> So we, walk Sorry, across, yeah. <laughs> so we walk across the budget and um, I booked a Commodore. I've never driven the new Commodores. I was keen to see what they're like. And We're going to do a road test on Yeah, there's plenty of room for all of us. So the young lady goes, oh, Mr. Ronis, you qualify for an upgrade. Would you like a wild track? And the <laughs> and I asked for it. I asked yeah, for you guys are looking at me like, we heard it. 
is that what she meant? And I looked at the guys and said, the ute man. They, they, they I, the middle middle. I thought it was that Holden station wagon thing. No, no it's actually no, a ute. The Ranger, ute. And I'm thinking the next day I had to drive to Phillip Island. I'm not driving in a ute. And I said to her, is this some kind of Melbourne hipster thing? She goes, no, no, it's an upgrade. I'm like, nah, anything else? So I ended up with the, the clugger, the Toyota Kluger. It wasn't that bad, the Kluger. It's all right. I mean, the button for the electric boot didn't work. Couldn't find the button. There's no button. <laughs> There's no button. I had to physically and close it. And the boot slides downwards, so, so my you... <laughs> iPad fell so out onto the road. All the shit falls out. Yeah. yeah so... That's probably because of the seven seats. It would have been seven-seater, wouldn't it? I, yeah, I didn't check it. Could have started doing some movies. Yeah, so it was, uh, it, was a, it was a good car. I mean, I drove that to, to Phillip Island the next day. Well, more on that later on. But it was a not bad, not bad uh, setup. We then drove through Melbourne to uh, Cremorne, those of you who are based in Melbourne, to the car advice offices. Yeah, went and saw them. And, and a um, cra- crazy set of cars down the street, which we didn't see. Coffee guy's got his 488 Pista and the, what else was there? The McLaren. And what else he, did he he's made out of McLaren. Everything. But just in the just in the back just lane, back lane with cafes everywhere, and um, we turned up with our two dozen donuts we fed to them. feed the crew down there. We fed them, and thanks, Paul. Again, that was a, a great interview, and we had a great response. Um, so it makes a difference. We got a professional on the podcast, That's right? Not just three clowns. Not like just us. three. Yes, I, I really thought we were going to drag him down to our level, but he dragged oh, us no, up. No, no, he no, brought no. us up. Didn't he? he brought us he up. He brought us up. Yeah, yeah. No. He brought us up. He brought yeah. us up. So uh, thank you again, Paul. He slipped a couple of times. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I overtook him at one stage yeah. and sort of, come on, Paul, you can do it. Keep up, mate. Keep up. And then he got to the Bugatti and just fucked us all. That's so. it. <laughs> um, I know Dan's story about the A12 Superfast in Italy was great. I've been looking at, like, hire, you can hire these cars. Okay. Um, you can hire Ferraris. So you in, looked into the day trip. Yes, yeah, so, the, the, so the pricing is quite interesting. It, it, it's, um, so I looked at the pricing and it's uh, oh, 70 euro. That looks, looks like good value. Per kilometre. Five minutes. Oh, okay. Four kilometres or five minutes. Whichever comes first. 70 euro. And then it went all the way through. To, yeah. I think the longest was 30 hours. Some of us are going on a European tour. Yes, for the year. And I looked at some German prices. You can hire a, for five days a five series Beamer for 200 $212. Where? In Munich, in Germany. Really? Car rental's cheap. And accommodation. So I'm going to, I'm going to Hamburg. Um, that's later on. But no, so that were interesting well, stories from Paul. While we're on hiring cars, I was supposed to drop the Audi off this week for hail repair. So, but I needed a car. Hail repair, not hail repair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right, so, and I need, they said 10 days. Yeah. No loan car. So, how uh, does that work? No so, well, because it's not on my policy. I always tick that box. I don't care yeah. if it's $50 a week. I'm but, ticking that box. So, to get a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I've never, I've always been, I always go through that, what is it called, not my fault thing and, and ask oh, for like an equivalent car. And they give you like a. A wall track. <laughs> yeah. No, but hang on, that's if it's an accident. That's it's in a no fault accident. Isn't it a hail accident? Yeah, it was. Yeah, accidental act of God. So I rang I I rang around, so I said I need I need a car for, you know, basically, you know, two weeks. It's like fifteen hundred bucks. What were you renting? Small car, like Corolla. Do they still make Corolla? Oh, with all the yeah. excess waivers oh, yeah. and still make Corollas. You know, you know that. It's like fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, fifteen hundred bucks, I've got a two hundred dollar excess, like twenty seven hundred dollar exercise. Now go to that car next door shit. No, no, no. I started looking at cars that have three months rego on them for five hundred bucks. There's a oh. joke, my my son my son's eleven. And I found a, one, but now they've they, they, they you actually can buy the Teslas as well for certain. You can days. do a Tesla for no, you've got to pay cash for it, and oh. then you get it, your money back. I right? inquired about oh, really? it. <laughs> Imagine that. 
Uh, sorry, you were supposed to bring it back at eight o'clock. It's nine o'clock. You can't go. Never Joke about it. My son's got a like a joke with all his mates. They joke about what is your first car going to be? It's going to be a twin, an eighty-eight twin cam Corolla with with um, three months it's retro. That's that's like that's what they say. I don't know why they say. They're it. not going to say that. They want beamers. No, these kids. Don't. No, these kids are happy in ro- rotaries and rotaries. Yeah, yeah. rotaries now. No, you got to build them. Oh. Come on, Pete. Well, anyway. So, so how did you get a rental car? Yeah. <laughs> no, was it a Trident? No, <laughs> fifteen bucks. Oh, no. why don't you go to Mitsubishi and do a long-term road test? Funny you should say that. Did you get one? Right? No. Oh man. So I was looking at. Well, in the end, GIO was kind enough to delay my car going until the end of April because. What are you doing? When, when well, I'm I'll have a, I'll have a car. Tap my car. I'll have a car in the fleet by then. Okay, that I can use. My backup was if they said no, I'd found a car, a Mitsubishi Lancer. Oh, right. the answer right. is Lancer. I, was, right. I had one of those. I was good yep. back in the day. Five hundred bucks, three months rego, right? <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I was just gonna buy the wind. You think I, about I'm it? I was gonna buy it. Smart, and you'll probably get five hundred bucks. I got four hundred bucks back in two weeks anyway. Yeah, just, go to, um, yeah. just drop it at a record and say, make me hundred bucks. Get Arvo's. So party. You know, I'll, I'll do that. Two week cover note. <laughs> two week cover note. Yeah. <laughs> It's a so, cooling off period. But, uh, so they've, Jiraiya uh, were kind enough to delay putting me on uh, onto another date. So, so I'll have a car by then. Well, talking about renting cars or borrowing cars and whatever, years ago, um, this guy I know, this bloke I know, a friend of mine, um, inverted was, commas, was moving house. Uh, he was moving from Strathfield to another suburb. I'm not going to say who it was. And um, he was really like, uh, he had trucks and whatever moving and, and, and he needed a ute. So he went to Volkswagen and said, hey, can I borrow or can, test I, drive. can I test drive a Amarok that just come out? Yeah, yeah sure, yeah, no problems. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at buying a few of them. Can I borrow it maybe overnight? Not a problem. So parked, he parked his car there, took the Amarok, left the keys to his car, took the Amarok. I think he had a Volkswagen R36 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> took the keys to the Amarok. Drove it. Did his movie. Did all the movie. Put it. Trailer, did all the moving, did all of that. Then called them on the after, in the afternoon to say that you know oh, look, couldn't get back there. Do you mind if I bring it back on Monday? Did all the moving on the Sunday, and dropped it back. Nah, not interested. I think we're gonna buy a Hilux. Yeah, bad fuel economy. <laughs> bad fuel. <laughs> Didn't fit in the garage. Didn't fit in the garage. Or the new place. Yeah. Couldn't get down the driveway. So from after the car advice, we moved to uh, we drove to Dudden, Dudden Garage. What a place. That uh, we still talk about that. It's it's been a while now since we've been down there and. And we still rave on about how good that place is. That's a must must visit if you're a car car guy or a car. Freak. Oh, I think it compares. Uh, I think there's a lot in, in my opinion. I think it's a lot better than Gosford. Gosford have more cars, but this is just quality. Like, Where do you see two Lexus LFAs in, in one place? You don't. Later? You don't. Like it's just. And everyone amazing. was so nice. It was like it wasn't. It wasn't like you were imposing. It was. There's Super America. I think there's only six in Australia that got one there. Yeah, there's six. There was an F50 there. There was the XJ220. There were cars in the Who's corner. Well, there's only two XJ220 sold, wasn't there? Yeah, I, I remember when I was in the eight, late Doug 80s, Murray. Doug Mulray had yeah. one. G'day, Doug. We're uh, trying to get in contact with you. Yeah. Come on. Well, had, I want to know where all the rest someone, of And a, a rich guy, sorry, Hal, he got hit in the back of King's Cross Tunnel. And it was he like did. 20 grand's damage yeah. just from a bumper. That's right. A nudge. I want to know where all these other cars were at Duddens when we went there that are on their Facebook page. The downstairs? There was a downstairs section that was rubbed off. You didn't notice downstairs? Yeah, I did, but... We asked to go down there 20 times. No, no, I know, but like... Did you come down? We went down there. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like they're all over Facebook saying, the "Oh, we got this, we got this, we got this." Yeah. Um, and then we had a, there was at the cafe too. It was nice food there. It does good. If you go to Mel, if you if you go to Melbourne and you want to go somewhere and check out some cool cars. You have to go to Dutton's. Because I remember when I went to Sutton's once, I never received a... Sutton's? Yeah, the vending machine. We said Dutton's, not Sutton's. Sutton's. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so that was, a, that, was a, that was a good couple of hours in Dutton Garage. And then um, then the uh, trip went... We hit the illegal centre of Melbourne. Oh, wow. And visited, uh, we visited chambers of uh, a QC. And thank you, Remy, for letting us use his room. He celebrated his 50 years of being admitted to the bar. We uh, gave him a... A nice bottle to celebrate. Yeah, nice, guy. nice, nice guy bloke, and he lent, lent us his rooms to um, to to speak to Tony about the Ivic uh, company and, and the work they do with uh, assessing vehicles with the insurance companies. That was a good way to end the day. And then nice. um, after that, I've been thinking about that whole Ivic thing. I mean, it's obvious, yeah. but it really is when you, when you think about it. It really is a valuable tool for for anyone buying a car. It's like, just... Like Tony said, uh, the, the statistic that freaked me out was every year there's a 10% chance it's been in an accident. So every year you add a 10%. So a three-year-old car would have 30% chance of being in an accident. He reckons a 10-year-old car has definitely been in an accident. And then when you think about those statistics, it's quite... Mm. It's quite true. How long have you had your M3 for? Yeah, less than a year. There's a one in... <laughs> <laughs> Next week, that's before the assessors. That's another story for another podcast. Yeah, we'd love, we'd love to not mention that. that um, well, yeah, look, the thing with those accidents are that a lot of people buy older cars for kids, and like Tony said, and or as a, as a sort of like a commuter car. You know, they don't want to buy a brand new car and leave it parked at the train station or on the street every mm. day. And some of these cars have been repaired, and people wouldn't know the difference, most of them. No. Even looking underneath it to the naked eye, you wouldn't know where to they, look. they wouldn't know where to look. So I wouldn't know where to look. It looks new, so it must be looked after. You'd know if it had um, repaired wheels. Hundred percent. I'd know if it was new. Yeah. I always say people with black wheels have scratched their original ones. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You scratch yours? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you just painted them black. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're already black. They're already black. I remember, oh, like a lot of people. No. I remember, I remember when. In the early 90s, my parents bought a Pulsar Triple S, all white with the white mags, and they were a bitch to keep white. White mags? Yeah, we had the white mags in the early 90s, Triple S. I might do that on the M3. And since, I mean, and the last couple of cars I've had, the, the, the mags have been black or, or ashen or darkened. You've had a few cars, Pete. You don't, yeah, I've had a couple. You don't have to wash them. They, the they black look, ones. Yeah, the black ones. They look great. To scrape them on the gutter. Fourth oh, scrape in uh, 20 years. So that's another story oh, for another bro. podcast. <laughs> anyway, I dropped the guys off at the airport and I had an extra day on my own in uh, Melbourne. Yeah, talk to us about it. You went do? to the Phillip Island, went to the BMW driving experience. Hang on, let's just momentarily go back a bit. Ross... Gave us some entertainment at the airport, right? He oh, to, I don't know what happened. He, the he wanted an earlier oh flight. Oh my god! Right? What happened? So he's walking. We're oh. walking into the terminal, and he's on his phone trying to book to save. I think it was forty-five minutes, right? <laughs> okay. So no, or an hour. I saved fifty-five minutes. Fifty-five minutes he saved, right? On 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 paper. On paper. Yep. So so he's trying to book this, and fine. Like we had to go all over the place for for Ross. Finally. Right, he We're books the his flight and he disappears. Right, then he's off. Bye, Done. Ross. See you later. See you later. Next minute, you know, Ross is calling us. Hey, where are you guys? <laughs> and he's coming back. I'm back on the same flight. <laughs> and then he's back on again. Then he disappeared again. 
So row one. No, mate. I was squeezed. Oh, actually, no. What did I get? No, shit seat. Um, no, I, I got on the Virgin flight, and then they delayed the flight. So I'm like, hang on a second. I've just paid for an earlier flight. It's got to go later to, to be later than these guys. <laughs> I went up to the desk and I go, listen, this is what's up. I've got a Jetstar ticket. Which is leaving at 8 o'clock. 8.30, guys. Yeah. 8.20, something like that. Whatever, 8.30. And I've got this one here that's leaving at quarter past seven. I've just paid for this ticket. She's like, oh, no worries. And she got me on the quarter past seven flight. But the flight that I'd booked had been delayed to after the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me about it. Yeah, entertaining. Well, anyway, I um, got up at 5 a.m. the next morning. Oh. It was a two-hour drive. Did you have a big night the night before? Drinking yeah, I and went out to dinner with some friends, yeah. And no, no partying, just uh, dinner. Drove two hours to... I've never been to Phillip Island. It's a two-hour drive out of Melbourne. Is it actually an island? It's an island, yeah. You cross the bridge. Wow. And it's Man, funny, what? on the way back... They make they made there's a blue line where they make an extra lane so when the Grand Prix finishes there's two lanes heading out. Okay. But it's on a one lane each way type road. So I think you said be, it was like a jump on the, you drive well, over a bridge you jump out. No no, no. it's, oh, it's a, but it is it's an like island it's like a narrow bridge. So we get there so I had to get there by eight o'clock and then the, the old man does the spiel and safety first and. Do you have to wear a helmet. Yeah. So what happened was this is the first first lap we get in. They put us in M240Is, the two, coupes, the, oh yeah. the two doors. Nice car. Good little car. I was in car number two in the grey group. The so you've got the instructor in an M3, a gold M3. Then you've got car one, two, and three, and I'm in car two. And, you, and then what happens... Were you by yourself? Or you had a... By, by myself, with a really? helmet, and a CB radio in the door pocket. Did you have a, and the driver is the, the instructor at the front's telling you, yeah, the witch's hats and. Do you hook your phone up like listen to music and shit? No, no, no. But I did put on the map. I put oh, you put on, on the map? Yeah, thinking that <laughs> like on PlayStation you follow the map. No, no, man, no. you don't. Do it. So we do, we do one like a, a lap doing about eighty to hundred, and he goes, "There's the view of the ocean. You're not going to see that again today." And he was right. Why? Because you don't. You're looking for witch's hats and corners and apexes. So after the one recce lap, the instructor just guns it. And we're like going full on. I left it in sport, didn't want to touch paddle shift up down. I didn't know the track, learnt it. And mate, down the main straight in the and off the M two forty I we hit one sixty down the main straight. because uh, the first corner's a, a fast corner into a hairpin. So you'll be really careful where you put the car on the track. The M two forty was like I thought, what a beautiful little car. You know, for ninety, hundred grand. hundred grand. Yeah, by the time you option it up. And then you get in the M2 competition, and that is just like, for an extra 10, they're like 110, 120 grand. You buy the M2. Mate, it's just a, How does it compare to the M3? A, well, we'll get, to the, okay. we'll get to the M4. So the M2 competition's got the same engine as the M3, M4, but because it's got a smaller body, it's a lot twitchier. So you had to really think about taking the corners. You can feel the arse twitching around. The instructor then says, it's because of my steering, it wasn't as smooth. What would he know? <laughs> it was my fourth lap on you, and um, you're looking at the you're looking at the ocean. And the ocean, no, the map on the GPS. <laughs> I knew what was coming up around the corner, and down the main straight, two ten, two ten, two ten. This thing was flying. Um, and but then e- I, an easy two ten or a hard two ten? Easy two ten. And then when I got to the turn one, I just kept it flat. You just launched it straight. And then, the it, ocean. and then it <laughs> turned two. This thing just slid under steer right across. Didn't come off the track. So you had no but, traction control. But the apex. Now you leave it in sport mode. That's what they told us. That which is like some. before it's traction's on. No race mode. And then we get in the M4. Okay. And the M4s a step above, not so much in power, but in handling. Is it? Because it's a bigger, wider it's car, wider, bigger yeah. tyres, so you don't have that nervousness of twitchiness. So what happens is you get 
cocky and confident, so you're pulling in more speed in the corners, and that's when you get yourself into trouble in those M4s. I've got to about 2.15 on the straight, and then at the end of the day, we're getting the hot lap. Oh, three, how good's the hot the lap? The The first lap, this guy got to 2.30 down the straight, and it's just a standard M3. The only amendments they've done, the only changes they've done to the Is car... Is the motor? No, no, the brakes. <laughs> oh, the, the brake line. ceramics. The brake line, so they don't wear for the day. Really? Yeah, and it's a, it's a road car. He did a hot lap. We got to two thirty down the straight. I was in the front seat. I could see, and then the second lap, he um, then started drifting through each hairpin. Oh wow! Who was the instructor? I can't remember his name. So he got got on the uh, bonded really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he, he doesn't know my name, yeah. but uh, yeah, the scouts <laughs> weren't there that day. You're car number two. But the, not only did we do laps, we also did a, a skid pan. I have a skid. We're in the M fours. Did you do the? Um, so you do a hairpin corner. And you learn how to sl- slide it out? Learn how to slide it. You guys leave traction on and just gun it. And you feel the front brake supplying so you can turn around. And then he goes, all right, traction off. Hold the button down for two, three seconds. And, mate, you just dab the accelerator. This thing's doing... You're doing 360s. Like, whoever drives on roads without uh, traction control on is nuts. How did we used to do it in the old days? With I, the GT there was, not, and there was not 331 kilowatts coming through the engine. That's how it was. Through right. a carbon. Well, think about, think about it. And they were heavier Back cars. in the, say, say even in the late 90s, the top of the range HSV was at 250 kilowatts. Not even. Yeah. Right? In the late 90s. Mid 90s was 215, the VR VS GDS. Then, then, then the, when the uh, VT came out with the, uh, the, the first of the Chev motors, the LS1. That's what they got It was, the, yeah, it was 220 kilowatts and 250. What year was that? Now you got an M2, well, that, well, the VRVS, 215 kilowatts, 94, 95, 96, right? 20 years so, ago. So you think 20 or 20 and a bit years ago, yeah, 250 kilowatts tops. The, the, the GDHAs were doing 200. The GDS that rolls that rolled out of the showrooms last year from HSV was 435. Really? What a supercharger. What rolled out, roll out of the showroom this year? How much power? Yeah. Nothing. From Holden. Nothing. Well, oh, well, the, well, the, well, the ZL1 Camaro just rolled oh, the out, Camaro's and here. that's 484. But out of Australia? Well, not out of Australia, but still. Yeah. But even with the M2, what is it, 300 and something kilowatts, isn't it? The competition? Yeah, 320 odd. So 320. So probably 50%. How does that compare to like a C63 or a... C63 is about 360, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but they're, they're, not, good, they're not as talky because the, the, the BMWs have got the turbo, twin yeah. turbos. Um, so, it's the, so it's the C63? Yeah, the full leader got turbos in it. Oh, two. Two. I've driven a C63, sorry. Well, they just put the badge on the side to buy turbo. Sorry for the noise, it's rain's hitting the roof. We also um, did chicane work. There was uh, Mini Cooper Works. Oh, yeah. And they timed us. We did two runs each in the M2 and the the Mini. And at the end of the day, they did the top lap, top, top runs. I topped our group in the M2. Yeah. And the Mini was only two hundredths of a second, two tenths of a second slower than the M2. Wow. Through the chicane. So it's nothing to do with power. It's all about yeah. carrying momentum through the chicanes. It was great. And then we did a ABS braking test. So oh, you, high speed you, you, Yeah, you yeah. hit it and you go around the bus. First one, I went right through the witch's hats. Did you? Yeah, he goes, uh, where were you looking? I go, the red light. <laughs> he goes, no, mate. He goes, you hit the bus. So, um, was there anyone on it? <laughs> no, no. So you, uh, you follow your eyes, and, it, and it's true. Yeah, you do. And then guys that have accidents on racetracks hitting 
the one tree is because they were looking at it. Yeah, the focus on the yeah, tree, focus of the tree and, and uh, away they go. Sorry about the pause, but I didn't realise our studio had a metal roof. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we don't have. It's pouring with rain. So it's raining. But um, yeah, so basically what we learn is you, you drive with your eyes. And then it's something I didn't do this morning. Uh, <laughs> what's happened uh, during the week, fellas? What else? Since we've come back from Victoria. How changed the batteries in his car remote control? I didn't. No? I didn't. Well, I have to because I paid 20 bucks the Audi during the service to get it done and they didn't do Why it. Why would you get them to do it? I didn't ask them to do it. They do it, they do it annually at the service. The annually? Yeah. For a battery? No. 40 bucks for a battery. Duracell, man. They last forever. <clears throat> that rabbit goes Whatever. 100 mile an hour. So I've got an idea. What's that? <laughs> I've got an idea. Right? So we see a lot of these reviews online. Yes. Okay. With um, I'll look further into it. I don't see one with like kids and cars, right? Like when you review a car, short-term review. How? With kids, your kids. How kids aren't allowed to drive cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you take the kids with you, like kids in the back seat. How does it work for kids? Proper reviews, not oh, look, you know, you do see these reviews and they go on about oh, there's plenty of room for kids. You found a and, niche. So I think I found a niche. So kids. Isn't that I, a guy we're doing car seats for kids? He's doing car, car seats, seats, but, but not actual a review for the car with you, the kids. You've got the kids. You've got I've got the kids. So what we can do kids. is we can go around and borrow all these press cars and put our kids in it, and they can destroy the like yogurt on the ceiling and everything. Yeah, just you're it. aiming at families. You know, seven-seater, five-seater, whatever, SUV. So Do the back doors open? Yes. Do they not? Range Rover. Can a 911 have a babysitter? Baby yes. At what point can your four-year-old relentlessly kick the back of your seat while you're driving. Oh, yeah. That's my right? So how much leg room is in the back to get him to stop from kicking you? His, so His driver's seat was tilted because each time we pull his driver's seat to ask him a question. Yeah, yeah. A question? Yeah. yeah. So, Dad. so, so I'm thinking of that. So I reckon, um, I reckon the first thing I'm going to do is see if Lamborghini will lend me a Urus. There's one in Parramatta you can borrow, a yellow one. A yellow Urus? Yes. That'll test the school run with the kids. Yep. Who needs a high? Vis? I reckon we hit the the high end first. The you know the Bentley Bentayga, Urus. the Rolls the Rolls Royce. Colour I man. saw a Rolls Royce. Q eight. We'll get a Q eight. No, I like the the new ad. See the ad. The new Q eight is a great car. I saw the Q eight in Seema, but mate, it's a nice car. It's, yep. it's a nice SQ seven. Look, I like SQ seven. SQ seven. GLS sixty three. The SQ seven's I mean, great. These 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 are all things which you know that that it could work. I think. Look, so we're going to take your kids out. We'll take my Let's kids. Let's take all the kids. Because they're unfiltered. All the kids, seven seaters. Yeah. Ooh. Let's take five kids with us. Yes. My kids are unfiltered. They will tell you unfiltered. where to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These well, kids are. Yeah. They will tell you what they like and what they don't like. I went with how I picked up his kids after daycare. <laughs> One of them came out and he had the drawing they do. He scrunched it up and threw it back over the fence. to <laughs> 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 There's no DNA test there. There, how's kids? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, I, p- I picked them up uh, this afternoon, and the little one, the little one says, "Dad, Daddy." I go, "Yes." How old is he? Three and a half. He goes, "Daddy." I go, "Yes." And he and he carries these plastic toy tools around with him everywhere. Right? <laughs> you know, most kids have got like a a teddy bear as their safety, like their their their, their blanket. He's got a hammer and a screwdriver. He's got a hammer, a screwdriver, a spanner, and a, like I said to him, "Yes, what do you want?" And he goes, "I'm gonna build a house for myself so people don't annoy me." Oh, really? Yeah. I go, "Who annoyed you?" 
Does everyone? Uh, but you've been at school all day, so you're going to go home now. So there's, you know, there's, my house has cracks. Oh really? I go to him. <laughs> yeah, there. You know, that's all right. He goes, Daddy, who cracked the house? I go to him. Well, I don't know. There's just some cracks in the concrete outside on the. He goes, I'm scared. The house might fall down. I go, fuck's sake. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy, kid. Is your house a crack house? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's seen some cracks in the concrete outside. He's freaking like, out. And, and he thinks the house is going to fall down because he sees cartoons where, you know, stuff starts cracking and falling down. So now apparently I'm not allowed to put the car inside either. Okay? Because the house Leave might fall down on it. Might get hell damage. But it was a great week. It was a good week. I, I, um, I did drive something out of the ordinary. A Vespa. No. Wouldn't drive. No. Thank you. A Barbie dream house. Go on. Well, come on. Spit it out. We've got all day. Come on. <laughs> come on. People got to get to work. Five, the work. The SEC, the black SEC. The black the 560. 560 SEC, 1988. Yes. What did you yes. think you were? Well, the, the, one, you? the one that I sent you. Who are you? The baddie in Miami Vice. The, really? guy, the guy wants it gone. Yeah, okay. And he's, dro- he's dropped it like another 10. Well, he's down to 24. Does that have the electric seatbelt stuff? Everything. It's loaded. Right, I'll give it 12 grand Black, for it. tan, you know, the great bottoms. Doesn't have Apple it, CarPlay. It has got... Does it, your, have, does it have Apple CarPlay? I don't want it. Doesn't have a screen, does it? No. Can Can it lower it? temperature it's got air suspension. Air suspension? Have they got air suspension? 560. 560? If they don't, they don't work. Or it doesn't yeah. work. If, uh, that it is all original, all original. I reckon. What it, color? Black with a tan interior. Has it got a kit? No. So it missed the. Uh, really in the eighties, all the yeah, rage the, was that the AMG, AMG kit, kit. But it was like someone had taken a piece of foam. This, or this was like, chiseled it out. No, you know what other kid I was thinking about? Oh, Ford used to have them with uh, the Capri when it came out. Oh, can we talk about the Ford Capri? <laughs> Was that not the coolest car back in the day? I had one for was about, XR, for about a week. Two or the XR? No, the, the, the club XR2. sport. Oh, the club sport. The round lights. Ooh, I yeah. had one for two days. Not a club sport. Was it a club sport? But that was an XR2. A purpley, yeah, that purpley yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, my, at the time, my girlfriend, she's now my wife, said, what are you doing with this car? And why have you got it? I go, it's just a friend's. I'm driving it for two days. Because the friend was embarrassed to drive it. I don't know. I had it. Purple car. Purple. Wow, the metallic purple, that Ford. Yeah, but color. I remember the black, the black uh, club sport. It was a, yeah, it was with a the cool, round lines. It was a pretty yeah, cool, cool car. Yeah. Pedro, you should make this guy an offer. You said you love those cars. Which? I, I just made them off. SEC. I just made them off. SEC. You just made them off. I like the SLs, not the SEC. It's a ten grand. I'll give him ten. Ten. That's two. Okay, nine. I I drive this. I got five grand. I'll take it off his head. This thing was like driving, like you know, you go to gold class cinemas. If you give me three grand, it was like driving down the street. Look at your heart. Fifteen hundred each. The seats were so comfortable. It was like driving down the street. Well, why don't you it if you like Because I don't have any room. My, un- my uncle had a 380 SEL. Are you SEL. spotting me space at the factory? No, I've got no space. <laughs> my, my uncle of mine had a 380 SEL with the electric back seats. Ooh. The base would go in and out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome back in the day. Uh, How'd you go with Mercedes during the week? Well, I'm... Uh, a- not real. Like I thought, you know, after Monday, I thought it was all done. I thought it was all good. You know, the week's week ahead. Don't have to worry about any cars. My dad calls me on Wednesday and he says to me, we've got a problem with my car. It won't start. I said, the car's a year old. It should be under warranty. You should just check. Just call Mercedes-Benz. They'll come out and fix it. Dad drives a little B-Class. Anyway, they've come out to fix it. And my dad, God bless him, he's not the most technical when it comes to cars <laughs> and stuff like that. So the guy, the guy says to him, oh... I'm going to change the battery under warranty, but I've just got to remove this. There's something in the way here. There's a cable in the way. I've just got to remove it or 
or do something with it and dad just go for it mate do whatever you want the guy had a Mercedes Benz technical shirt on like a technician shirt you'd think yeah. you know what the fuck he was doing anyway the guy leaves can we mention the dealer or not no 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 the car starts I can't mention the deal yeah because I've still got the car the car starts and it won't go into gear the B class has got that sh- column shift gearing anyway long story short the car three days later has to get towed because they can't physically move this car the, the guy's removed a cable which we, they, they actually don't know what he's done he's removed something <laughs> he's removed something was it a apprentice week at Mercedes I don't know but the four techs came out to try and work on this car and the last guy who was some senior tech from the dealership said um, Man, I, I can't we cannot get this car going they, had, they brought the Mercedes van down with all the, the technical equipment the dog, they, we cannot get this car going we've never seen this before we're going to have to tow it but it's in the car park so they had to put it on dollies and and, 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 wheel around. and physically like <laughs> tow it off the back of a car and take it up to the top. Anyway, that wasn't the problem. Dad, Dad's, as I said, Dad's 74. He likes to get in his car and go for a drive and get around. He, it's not like he can jump in an Uber or, you know. <laughs> or a bus. Or a bus. For $2 and, a day. Anyway, the, um, so I called the dealership on the Friday to say, look, if you've got the car, yeah, we've got the car. And um, very rude gentleman says to me, I said, mate, can we, can we organise? I'll, I'll put Dad in a taxi to come down and pick up a loan car. He goes, we don't have any loan cars. I said, what do you mean you haven't got any loan cars? He says, we don't have them. Can you tell us how he exactly said it? Oh, he was yeah. of Indian descent. I do not have the loan car. Oh, I think an American Indian. No. No. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Kato! Come here. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Uh, two dogs drinking water <laughs> from the spring. So he goes, I don't have a car. He goes, you need to book a car two weeks in advance. I said, but the car's essentially broken down. He says, well, next time, make sure you organise the the loan car before the car breaks down I said are you, are you honestly telling me that I need to like does the car tell me what it's gonna, I'm going to break down in two weeks you better call the service center so it was a ridiculous conversation I said can I speak to your sales manager of course the sales manager is always in a meeting yeah he's either doing that or he's driving one of the demo cars you know the big the, the car with all the options on it yeah. he's seeing one of, one of the other <laughs> oh he's not available I said no problems I did the old I'll hold yeah the whole hold works oh he's going to be there for a long time I went can't be that long yep. he said he was in a meeting so I'll wait I waited for about 20 minutes and nothing he comes back on the phone he goes he's still in the meeting I said I'm still happy to hold he goes look he's not coming to the phone <laughs> I said alright he goes we can't give you a car he goes but we also can't look at your car till Wednesday next week which was yesterday right. I said uh, well, what am I supposed to do without a car so no problems I left it I didn't say anything the guy basically said it's not, not our problem he, and he kept saying to me what do you want me to do I said I want you to give me a car yeah but what do you want me to do I haven't got any cars anyway long story short I called head office I thought you know what I'm going to call Mercedes Benz in Victoria Why not? and ask them the question I said this is what's happened the lady was she goes I can't, she's part of customer care she goes I cannot believe that he actually said he doesn't have a car for you we have cars for that well, specific that's, yeah, purpose that's right he goes they've obviously lent them out to other people and they're charging for the how <laughs> cars were on the trolleys moving around yeah right and I was like okay no worries so they called me back within 15 minutes and they they basically said just go and, and grab whatever you want from the sales department S63 what'd you get a G wagon <laughs> no G wagon so I, I go down and he goes look at the guy goes oh, V250 the guy oh, goes yeah. I, haven't, I haven't got your car ready but if you've got have you got 10 minutes I said yeah of course I've got 10 minutes he walks me over to the, the GLA and he goes, I think this would be a really nice upgrade for your dad. We've got your car here. That's like a six-year-old car. The GLA? Yeah. yeah. He goes, we've got your car here. We're doing some really good deals. We've got your car here. Do you want me to assess it? He goes, look, you probably won't get the best trading because it's got a few issues. I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck is happening here? Is this a sales technique? It's a sales that's, guy. Say, let's cut the wires in the car. So they, I said, mate, I'm not buying a new car. 
I said, the car's a year old. He goes, yeah, but it'll look, you know, be good to trade it in now. While we've got it, we can assess it. I'm like, have you seen the thing? It's on, it's on, it's on a skid. They're moving it around. They can't even drive it. How many days has this been classed on? 8,000, 9,000. Has already got serious issues. Serious issues? Um, wow. So at this stage, as of this afternoon, they don't know what's happening. They, they, they said, we, we can't fix the car. So has your dad got a car? Yeah. Oh, he got- yeah, he went down and got him a car. We picked up in a C250. Oh, so with, with Mercedes stickers on the side? That's it. He's got Mercedes stickers all over yeah, the side. that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, he's got a car. So we started doing some Uber driving and it's been great. <laughs> Craigly. The car had 500Ks when we got it. It's now got 14,000. Yeah. Carnextdoor.com.au. Yeah, make some quick bucks. We've got a couple of thank yous to say as well. Um, thanks, Al. If, thanks, Al. But thanks, welcome. Ross. I know. And, and thanks, listeners, because this week we hit number three in the iTunes Automotive Top 200 list. So thank you for everyone for supporting and listening to us. Um, we also received another little surprise when we were at Victoria. Yes. Um, we were look on Facebook at Feedspot Blog Reader. Now, these gentlemen look at different parts of the industry. And they looked at the top 20 car audio podcasts and radios you must subscribe and listen to in 2019. And All Talk Car Podcast was on the top of the list. Top of the list. 20, they, they named 20 companies and uh, shout out to the guys at Feedspot Blog Reader. And two of them were Australian Us and Car Talk. So we might as well plug fellow Aussie... Uh, Who was the other one? Car, car Talk. Talk. Oh, the four-wheel drive guys. Uh, yeah, so... Four-wheel uh, four, no. And there was a few Canadian companies there and American companies. So... It's good to get some kind of recognition. I mean, we're, we're having fun doing this, and I'm, I hope you guys listening out there are enjoying it, and uh, we're going to try and bring in some more listeners. We've got some pretty good guests lined up in the coming weeks, and uh, we can bring some more specials as well. So, again, if you want us to come to your business or plug it, email us, invite us. Uh, email us at alltalk at outlook.com.au. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. I'm doing the dance, shout out to the cast box. Remember to rate us and review us. And uh, like I said, uh, contact us and we're more than happy to bring the mic, bring the team down and check out your uh, businesses and uh, have a chat about what um, automotive wares your listeners are are into and uh, we'll keep it interesting and fun for everyone out there. Anything else? That's it. All good. All good. Thank you for listening and um, next week. Yeah. Good night. Bye.